things. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Together again. Together again. I missed you last week. Um, I missed you too. Although technically we did meet <laughs> and we did an entire show. An entire show. And then as I was uh, standing up to shake the guest's hand, I bumped the computer and completely deleted the oh entire two hours of recording. Because yeah. we, you know, we usually go like an hour to two hours yeah. and then we edit it down. So all of it was gone. All of it. It was sad. I fe- and we both were like, oh, um, okay, uh, okay, Alan, um, our great. guest, Alan, uh, we'll talk to you. We'll just let you. Yeah, we'll let you, you know, know what? We never, we, we didn't see we anything. We just him. like shoved him out the door. So I basically was like, that was great. Thanks for coming. Oh, no. I just deleted all of that. Um, and then it was like, can you get it back? Control Z. And I was like, no, it's gone. And then I was like, I'm just going to keep working on this. We'll see you later. <laughs> oh, wait. So we should introduce oh, our guest. Yes. Uh, we have a guest with us this week. I have known her a very long time. She's super funny. She's a stand-up comic, Kat Burdick. Hi. Hello. Oh, so great to be here. Although Thank I've you. known you so long that I know you as Kathleen, so that's, that's what right. I'll be calling that's her. That's right. She was, when I was a square back in the day. <laughs> Way back then. Yeah. That's like or, when you go home to visit neighbors exactly. and they're, you're like, I'm Kat, and they're like, I, okay, Kathleen. <laughs> sure. Dude. I'm yeah. lucky. I'm lucky she didn't know me in high school because Kathy's the one that like what? sets me off. Kathy, yeah, it was a Kathy for a while. It was accidental. Like I, I was a military brat, so I moved all the time. And every time we'd move, I'd use a different iteration of my name. Oh my god! And that time, I decided, oh, I'll use Kathy because I'll be here for like a year or two, right? And we ended up staying there for all of high school. <laughs> and I was just like a secretary forever. <laughs> <laughs> and my high school friends would still occasionally be like, "Hey, Kathy," and I'll be like, "I'm not answering to that. We're not doing that today." That is hilarious. Good. That's so funny. <laughs> a mistaken identity, but not the kind you want. Right, not the kind you want. Yeah. Right, like you accidentally did it to yourself, right? <laughs> you what made yourself you? a Kathy. I know, I know. It was it was the worst self-own. Yeah. I was just like, just to myself through the backwards of time, I was like, let's just make sure you don't get pregnant during this. <laughs> um, so I have three kids. They're all boys, eight six and three i have uh three kids i have a eight-year-old boy and twin five-year-old girls and what do you got kathleen i got one little girl who's two and a quarter <laughs> so two and a quarter. i'm a real i'm a real <laughs> starter kid over here i got the just the I basic just, basic I like, bitch like two and a quarter yeah like, i've been what? trying to figure out like right like when is she going to start caring about the fraction because that was yeah. always very important to me as a my child. kids yes. still don't really care about the fraction uh, mind you, I haven't told them yet that they're actually five and a half. Because once they find that out, then it'll be like, oh, I'm five and a half. And then it'll be, I'm oh. five and three quarters. And so it's, I just haven't even told them. I'm like, you're five. Mm-hmm. You're just five. You haven't done the math yeah. on their own yet? No. And I'm also a little sad about it because like, it feels like five is going by real quick. Yeah, it has. For me. For uh-huh. me, it's gone by. <laughs> it's, just, it's gone by. Like, like the, the girls. Yeah. Yes. I feel like just yesterday they turned five. Yeah. Just yesterday it was like, they're four and a half. But uh, it was just last year. But so um, technically, it was. Uh, oh, do you feel like it was about old, a it was year, year ago? ago. <laughs> <laughs> do 
Do you feel like the older you get, the just the faster time seems? Oh, well, and that's for a good reason because it's yeah. a percentage perception, right? Is that when what you're it two, is? when you're two years old, a year is fifty percent of the entire time you've been alive. Now it is one fortieth of the time I've been alive. I could do it in my sleep. When I do, when you do a week as a kid, it feels like a year. Yes. yes. And now, like I kind of accidentally miss a week sometimes. Yes. So it's absolutely <laughs> just a percentage thing. Your brain's like, oh, whatever, another one of these bad boys. Which is actually how I get through rough tasks a lot of the time is I dice them down. So like if I I have to do something for 20 minutes, that's horrible. Like halfway through, I'm like, I only have to do what I've done one more time. Or if I go through like five (laughs) minutes, five minutes, five minutes of it, the third time I go, okay, I only have to do like 30% of what I've just done. That's I'm already almost there. Like I just, I math it down. So I try to use that same concept for to go- for good reasons in my feelings instead of the terrible feeling that you get from being like, oops, I miss summer, which is how I feel about it now. Oh. Like, oop, oh, okay, it's April and oh, it's Christmas. Oh, yes, when did that? That's how it yeah. happens. Like I turned around to slice some bread and it's Christmas. <laughs> that's how so it yeah, feels. <laughs> but I've never to anybody explain why time goes by so slowly. But that makes a lot of sense. What we should you should call said. David Byrne. David Byrne, the musician? Yeah. Doesn't he say time goes by? Oh, he does a weird thing on his arms. He's a polymath. He does all kinds of stuff. Like, he's a a really good photographer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's like a poet or something amazing Mm -hmm. like that. In addition to being like a musician wise, he's so good. Super genius, super art. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those guys that's just like. creative. So I feel like he does. He probably has all the secrets I've just accidentally gotten from talking head Wait, songs. What's exactly that's where I'm picking it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's polymath? Oh, it's like if you're good at a bunch of different things. Like it's hard to be oh. great at more than one. So it's thing. not a math thing. No. Polymath. I don't know why it's called that oh. specifically, but so you're good at um, a lot of things. You like it. like somebody, yeah, somebody who excels in more than one one area. I um, see. But just doing a bunch of different stuff for no good reason is a dilettante, and that's more what I am. <laughs> but so, I, doing that's a lot of wait, dilettante like, is. Or like when you just like you dabble. I thought a dilettante was like a trust, trustafarian. I think you're thinking what of a debutante. <laughs> I think you're thinking of a debutante. No, I was thinking of a dilettante. Uh, dilettante well, dilettantes do that a lot of time. They'll be like, oh, I'm going to do this, and oh, now I'm going to doctor school, but now I'm going to the jungle, and now I'm right. going to Russia. Like that's you know just dabbling in a little bit of everything. There's another word that's like dilettante. Oh, I don't know. It's dildo. Dildo? Dildo goes a lot of different places. Because <laughs> I remember hearing once that uh, che-, che Guevara was a dildo. Yep. Um, yeah. No, I did hear that word? David Byrne was a dildo. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. I'm so excited for my dildo ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come out in a big pink dress. Now you yeah. are thinking of debutante. <laughs> I hope. D- dilettante. <laughs> That's so, a, so no, that's a debutante. A dilettante is you go around talking about how you're going and doing things. I always felt like it was somebody who like inefficiently <laughs> dabbled in shit, like for the pure joy of it, but they weren't good at any of it. So they're just like making it harder for other people. Like right. when white people go to like Guatemala and be like, I'm going to dig you a well. And like people in the neighborhood, right. like, like the village can, are like, can you just I fuck can dig off? A well, right? Right. Like, hey Siri, define oh. dilettante. person who cultivates an area of interest such as the arts without real commitment or knowledge oh my god that's like exactly what you just said it was like you were serious that was amazing yeah Yeah. well done so kids if you don't have any sex in high school you too uh, can be a dilettante. Can, can learn what dilettante means, oh. but not actually even get to do it because you might accidentally score. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, clear. <laughs> so my head's still in that former Star Trek podcast. So I'm still in that, like, oh God, I was such a nerd We're, in high school. We great. are Kathleen's third podcast of the day. Living that it up. So crazy. That's a lot. If you got a kid, you got to get it all done, and then one yeah, day you have off. 
Oh, uh, so how is you're how, like a dilettante of podcasts? That's right, I am. I am ruining three of my favorite podcasts today. Is how I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I'm making it so there's three cool episodes. Like my favorite shows, I can't listen to them because I can't stand my own voice. So well, this will so, be fun. Yeah, I feel like I'm a dilettante of parenting. Like, right? I like have to do all sorts of things all the time. So I'm not good at any one thing. I just yeah. sort of show up at all of them. <laughs> but that's is that a dilettante? It's not willful, so it's not your fault. Like motherhood is like that's multitasking. <laughs> We're just like given this thing of being like, hey, uh, do you just mind like being twelve jobs? Uh, yeah. and also not getting paid for any of them. So like good luck. <laughs> like, uh so yeah, whatever people like moms are like like, oh, I'm very bad at these things. I was like, really? Because you're doing all of them. You're doing so that's them. that's kind of amazing. You're showing like, up. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, b- being bad at things, Kathleen just showed us a picture. Oh. Of, it's the opposite of being bad at things. It's of like, a big bird costume that she made for her daughter for Halloween. You, your kid looked straight amazing. up like Carol Spinney. Yeah. No. <gasps> What's that? She that's did. Big Bird. That's the guy who played Big Bird. His name is Carol Spinney? Yeah. Who retired like two days just before Halloween. So I was oh. literally like still making the costume and crying (laughs) and like watching the documentary yeah it was intense and then by like weird coincidence i got to visit the sesame street set two days later and i was like did you out of my mind yeah i cried all over the place i cried in my car on the way there (laughs) i'm still crying now uh i noticed you were crying when i opened the door (laughs) and uh, there's yellow feathers in my pockets uh yeah so i saw six months ago i went to sesame street (laughs) right and I did. What's crazy is I didn't get to bring the kid because she was too little to visit Sesame Street. So I went. No. You can't like visit an active TV set. Oh yeah, with a little. If you're three, because you might scream. A four year old is kind of old enough, so they let you do it if you're uh, if they're four. Sense. Oh, but so I got it invited. Taping right because they're oh. really taping an episode and the whole thing right. And a three year old be like exactly. You have to be able to hold it together. Although to be fair, I've known four year olds who can't and two year olds who can't. So who knows? But they were like, I was like, you know. My friend saw her and was like, oh, she's really tall. She could pass. And I was like, yeah, but I can't imagine her just starting to shriek because she'll like rip Grover off a hand. Like she wants to be with the Muppets. That's so true, too, because their responses are so visceral. Like you're like, "Ah!" yeah, Yeah. and like knowing how hard it is to keep her away from like touching the knobs in the stove. I was like, I'm not going to be able to keep her (laughs) from some real crucial stuff. And I don't want me to be crying because I've shamed myself in front of the Sesame Street (laughs) cast Mm -hmm. and crew. Great honor on my yeah. family but i was just walking around the whole time like taking pictures and giggling and i was like oh my god she giggled like ernie that yeah, was interesting that was good that's my classic <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. i tried that laugh on for a short period when i was a kid i tried a lot of laughs on when i yes. you tried names i tried laughs yeah i tried i tried weird smiles like i i found the idea of an uneven smile really charming and so i kept trying to do it to the point where i kind of <laughs> stuck it that way oh. So it's like that like, is like like my stroke face, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> so I purposely gave You're myself stroke face. Smile. Like, it's charming. That's it. That's it's it. a smile. Just you stop. know, like those guys at baseball. It's fun. <laughs> those guys um, at baseball. I don't know. Like I think I saw like three yes. baseball cards where somebody had a cockeyed smile, and I was like, "That's that's real cool. That's really I'm into funny. it." Um, what was I gonna? Oh, so when I was younger, I used to try not to move my nose. <laughs> Wait, what? In what context? Like when I would laugh or smile because my nose wrinkles up. Like oh, I like cute. Oh, this. all ugly. Your ugly old my ugly, nose. My ugly wrinkle nose. It wrinkles. Were you up. trying like everyone's nose does that? Right, but were you no, trying like but, trying like, not to create wrinkles? Because I know yeah. women who try not to make facial oh, no. expressions so as not to wrinkle. That makes which me is so, so like sad. Nine, it really does. And I thought, oh, I look so ugly when I like really laugh because my whole face. Oh, oh no! Just, so then I would laugh 
Like I had Botox, but oh. this is before Botox. So I would just be like, ha, <laughs> You can't see, but Amanda's not moving her face. <laughs> <laughs> so like we would be eating and people also, would be laughing eating. like a real jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't move her face and so she had eight million your face dollars. And try not to move your face and laugh. You can't. Try not. Ha, ha, ha. It's creepy. It's yeah, you look like a serial. No, you look like you're possessed. Now yeah. you try to do it. Well, try not to move your face while you laugh. Ha 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 ha. You we nope. both look like serial killers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now imagine being in fourth grade and nobody knows what you're doing and you're just eating and you're like <laughs> what was it? I feel like when I was a kid, we would. There was a thing where um, it was like try to say panties without smiling. Right. Do you remember that? Right. Did you guys yeah. do that? I mean, it's a terrible word. Can you say panties it, without smiling? Panties. <laughs> I said it one hundred percent in a Buffalo Bill voice, which I guess is the only way you can do it. You said panties, and then I, all of a sudden I was in a pit in your house. <laughs> Right. If you don't put that lotion on right goddamn now. Uh, I gotta go feed my poodle. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, so I, uh, so this, the whole don't smile while you're saying something serious is totally part of my story uh, that just happened. So, well, it's it's been a continue all week it's been happening. Um, so the girls are really getting into figuring out uh, well, they're always into boundaries, right? Like how far is too far? Uh, so yesterday I was laying in bed and Benny came over and she was like crying and she's like, I just got in trouble. And I was like, why'd you get in trouble? She goes, because I said a curse word. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, what curse word did you say? You were like, oh boy. Yeah. This is I'm going to so get ready to laugh. My favorite thing in the whole world is when kids curse. It's, it's my, like yeah. my kryptonite. It's so I hard to hold my face. I can't. Yes. I do it. Well, she, and also most times they say something that's like, I said poop nuts. Right. And you're like, that's not a word. Yeah, no. that's like Rex. I know the F word. It's frick. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Benny goes, Don't say that. she goes, I, what word did you say? And she goes, I said assy. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, did you ask context? Because I'm like, like <laughs> I, I couldn't hold it in. And I just started laughing. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean assy? And she goes, I said assy. And then, and I was like, well, that's not really a word. And she was like, it is. It's like ass, but assy. Oh, okay. Well, then she's asking, that's, that's, that checks out. Yeah. As in, it smells assy right. in here. You're acting like an assy. <laughs> it's an assy, assy, assy. So uh, I was just like starting to laugh. And I'm like, no, you can't say that word. Like, it's a bad word. But trying to keep my cool, but it was very clear that I was laughing. Like, there's a giant smile. So then she starts laughing, and she starts going, like, assy, <gasps> assy. And I was like, you have to stop saying assy. <laughs> but like that, but you once broke they up. Get, but like once that. they get the reaction. Oh, that's yeah. it. So then I'm like that, laughing at her, and I'm like, stop saying assy. So then she's, she starts to get upset because I'm like laughing, but I'm like, you need to stop. You have to stop. So she's confused and the confusion <laughs> sets in and immediately turns to like, I'm a little scared because oh, you're like yeah. upset at me, but you're laughing. Right. So I was like, right, I get it. You know, like it's, it's interesting how like a five-year-old immediately is like, this is terrifying. Yeah. You're right. She catches up on the me. visual discoordination. Yeah. Like she's that. like, this is jarring. So, <laughs> so then, so then she goes, you know what? It's just someone's name. And I was like, wait, what? And at this point, I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, it's someone's name. You have a friend named Assy. And I was like, <laughs> like I still can't. 
I was like, I don't have a friend named Ass. <laughs> oh, Ashley? And she goes, uh, yes. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so she was saying Ashley, but said Assy. So then realized ass was the curse word. So she was getting away with it. But did, like she oh, got, she thought so, she found the loophole. She found the right? loophole. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I was like, it's not. And it's Ashley. So then she was like, Ashley. Ashley. And I was like, okay, whatever. So she goes away. I'm like, listen, you can't say curse words. You're not an adult. Adults can say whatever they want because they're old enough to know how to use their language. And until you get to that place, I don't want to hear you cursing in my house. So then she was like, all right, fine. So she goes away. So this uh, afternoon, I stop being so Ashley. (laughs) Stop being so Ashley. (laughs) So then um, this afternoon, I come home from work. And uh, I sit down on the couch and all of a sudden I hear in the kitchen, like I, I was just sitting there with Kate and we're talking and I just hear, yeah, fucking get in the car. And I was like, oh, one of your kids said that. Oh, yeah. Ooh. But then it's like one of those things where you're like, wait, did I mishear that? I misheard that because right. they don't say that. Like they don't say the F word. And so then I and I, was and like, I doubt very much that you say that, like get in the fucking car. Yeah, no. Right. right. Like, <laughs> I probably picked that up it. from me. That sounds like me. I'm thinking it most times. Yeah, exactly. But I don't say get in the fucking car. But I was just like, ooh. And so then I was like, what was that? And it just the whole, you just heard the kitchen just freeze and everybody got really quiet because they were in there like ram- being rambunctious and eating and being like, baby, baby. And then it was just silence. And then all of a sudden, Wesley goes, Emmeline said it. And I was like, what did Emmeline say? And he goes, the F word. And then she just stands up and runs out. And she goes, Benny told me to. Benny told me to. And I was like, ooh. So they know now. Now I know they know. And then Caton goes. So Caton's sitting there. And I was like, oh, this is bad. I got to get out. I got to get out of here. Because he goes, what did you just say? And she just looks. And she goes, uh, I said, get in the fucking car. And <laughs> me and i was like <laughs> like i start laughing and then kate turns to me he's like don't fucking laugh i was like oh! <laughs> get out of here get in the fucking car amanda That's so then i had to cover my face and he's like i'm a doll i can say you can't say that and she goes i didn't know i was just saying what benny said benny said on a video you see my shiny car get in my fucking car and i was like she did not say that because i taped a little video of her like i did we were doing instagram stories one day and benny like you would put the little filter on her and she just out of nowhere turned into like joe pesci when and she was just like yo you get in my car what i got a shiny car you want to get in my car and i was like what is this and who are you like it was so funny to me i had no idea where it came from so she keeps looking at me and saying i uh, on the video, Benny says fuck. And I and every time she says it, I keep cracking up. Like, I can't. And Kate was just like, you have got to stop. And I was like, I'm stop. He's like, your mom's laughing at you, but it's not funny. And I was like, I'm not. It's not funny. It's not funny. And he was like, because he was, he was at wit's end. Right. He was at he already at it. 10. Yeah. He had been with them longer than I had been. Oh. I was patient and kind because I had just came home. So right. I was like, oh, my cup is full. Right. You can drink from me now. What's but, your problem? Yeah, I don't understand. It's funny. She's cursing. No big deal. <laughs> totally. But, uh, and he was like, I've had it with you. Yeah. You're actually worse than they are right <laughs> now. Like, you are an adult you're and you're laughing at them. <laughs> Uh, it's involuntary. Yeah. So she was yeah. like, well, I just remember the video like that. So then he gives her a really good talk about, you cannot say this word. You said it. You've said it several times now. You're not to say it again. Mm-hmm. You say it again and you're doing it on purpose and you will go and you'll get in trouble. And she was like, okay, I understand. So then she leaves. And then 
it's right before I left to come here. We all are like laying down and hanging on the couch. It was like one of those things where we have a giant couch and they just sit on top of whoever's on the couch. So they were sitting on top of Kate and all three of them at this point. And I look over and Kate's like, what are you doing? And Emily goes, I don't know. And he was like, what are you doing, Emmeline? And she goes, I don't know. He's like, just because you use your finger doesn't mean it doesn't mean the same thing. <laughs> oh! She was flicking him off. Oh, man. And then I go, Emmeline, what'd you do? And Benny goes, she said the F word with her finger. <laughs> but she made the connect. That's actually kind of cool. They're like, like, they're like these like. Well, what grade are they in? They're in TK. <laughs> oh, because kindergarten was when I yeah. learned the. The you learned the finger the in kindergarten? I will never forget. I came in. My friends were already there. They were all playing. I walk in. Tarnika McDaniel motions me over. And she was like, did you know that this is a swear word? Yeah. And shows me the middle finger. And I was like, what? No, it's not. And everyone's like, ah. And she's like, yeah, my brother told me. Yeah. <laughs> so Always a so I think she might have even said it means the S word or what something like that. What was her name? Like yeah. <laughs> Tarnika McDaniel. So Tarnika McDaniels is Emmeline Clark. Because <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind that Emmeline is going around at school going, do you know what this means? This means fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she is trouble and she is pushing and pushing and pushing. And I think it's hilarious. They got to find out about the middle finger somewhere. Now yeah. she's a leader. Now she's a community leader. Well, now we have to stick to it because they've said just almost every curse word you can say, like in the past oh, two boy. days, they've just been like trying to work through Woo! the Yeah, the they're, they're little Andrew Dice Clays. They're just like, get rid of that dictionary. Yeah, right, right. It's like, why so, did we have this fuck word dictionary around so intense? I know, right? I know. Go the fuck to sleep. I guess they were paying attention. Yeah, right. Like, boy, this moon as the character in between the yeah. F and the C is not fooling anybody. Yeah. Good night, nobody. Um, so... There are times in parenting when we fail and I don't mind failing. Like, I think I will always laugh. I mean, oh, well, I can't like, that's the thing is it's tough because I want to be there and be like a good parent who's teaching them to be good kids. But then there's also times where I'm like, they're only going to be five and it's only going to be funny because yeah. soon they're going to be, they're like going to be legitimately 11. telling us to go fuck ourselves. Right. So right. Like in like be nice to laugh years. at it when it's like innocent and she's just like, assy, you know, yeah. like, and yeah. she's going to be like, you're silly. assy. And right. I'm going to yeah. be like, are you talking about Ashley? She's gonna be like, no, I'm talking about you. You're assy. <laughs> right. You're all ass. And right. I'm going to be like, bitch. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then it's going to be like a whole thing. It's be a whole you thing. can't just like, it's not like eighth grade. You can't tell that bitch to like go fry and then walk down the hall and leave her to be. You are her mom. And now you have to teach her to be a person, which is very time intensive. It turns it out. Is. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't like, I just want to have fun and laugh at the dumb <laughs> stuff they do. And then I am worried that I'm setting my kid up for the wrong side. Cause I do, I do laugh. And she has yes. said, she has said, fuck <gasps> yeah. she is too. You're too, you're like, words. And she has said, and it happened real early was like, <laughs> and like for a long, I am, I love swearing. So I, I swear at home, like a, kind of as a matter of course, but also because like, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot in the news that makes me go like, ah, this fucking guy, you know, yes. like that stuff. So there was fairly recently, there was a time when she went, this fucking guy. Oh, about like just like a, a train that wasn't working properly in yeah. her train set. There was, but that first hilarious. time, the first time she ever did it was she was, I mean, honestly, it was one of her first words. She like, <laughs> she was under my sewing machine. Cause she liked, there was a, there's a sewing machine with like a weird little kneeling chair in it. And she would get underneath of it. And it was kind of like her little cave. 
and there's that's um, where you pray you pray when you also so yeah. <laughs> it's really just to fix my back but also oh. jesus is there okay. um but so there's there's like a power outlet there that was like covered with like that child proofing box and stuff and i had popped it off to like unplug or plug in my sewing machine so she was under there like trying to grab a piece of it uh, and she couldn't, she couldn't get, uh, the cord to come like over the chair leg. So she pulled on it and it got caught and she went, ah, fuck. <gasps> and I was like, she just not only used it, but used it correctly yeah, in yeah. context as like just an expression of frustration. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's what we say. It was a combination of me being like, she gets it. That's brilliant. <laughs> and me going like, oh shit, uh, she, this is not, you can't use yes. this information for another yes. 13 years. Yes. Please well, you know, like box this away. A lot of our listeners on, on the Facebook group say that they just sit, tell their kids, you can talk like that at home, but just don't talk right. like that. Not at home. Yeah, there yeah. are, there are a lot of people who do that. Yeah. I don't, which I think is practical. I think it's good. Yeah. I got I like permission like, uh, from my mom to swear. Like once I hit the teens. Yep. And that's me what I'll, I'll yeah. probably do too. Yeah. Until and it was, then, I'm like, it was at home only, and not when dad was around, so that she didn't catch flack. Right. But like, it was a thing where she's like, "All right, like at ten, you can say damn." You know, like every so often, you would get another thing added to your acceptable <sighs> yeah. pile. There's many times where my kids are like, "Mom, you should really use different words. Like, you can express yourself better." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> 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 Betsy and I are always talking about how important therapy is and how influential therapy has been during times of stress. I credit um, my ability to get through those first couple months with Wesley and my first couple months with the girls um, from having weekly standing phone sessions with my therapist. There is a new website called BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is just that. It is a space where you go online, you fill out a little questionnaire. After you do, they they make an assessment and they match you with a licensed professional that can help you in a variety of ways. There's therapists that deal with anxiety, depression, um, marital issues, stress, relationships, sleeping, um, grief, basically anything that you can think of. BetterHelp tries to find you and match you up with someone who is an expert in that area. But it's all online. So it's an online counseling service so that you can meet with somebody in a safe and private online environment, which is so convenient, especially for new moms or or any mom, really. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. Why Mommy Drinks listeners get 10% off their first month with the discount code DRINKS. So go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. Fill out a little questionnaire and help them assess your needs and you'll get matched with the counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash drinks. You guys, I have found a true love. It's Poshmark. Poshmark is an app that you can download for free, and it carries women's, men's, kids, clothes, all kinds of accessories and shoes. And uh, some of them are new. Some of them are gently used. But there are tons of top brands to choose from. You can shop from millions of closets across America. It is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. I have personally been buying a ton of stuff. Uh, You guys uh, might know my husband is unemployed right now. But I need clothes. I have no shirts except for shirts that are ill-fitting or have holes in them. So I went on to Poshmark and I searched for my favorite brands. Uh, In my case, I searched for a lot of Ann Taylor Loft and I found 
tons of stuff that uh, look great on me that are in my size, which is sometimes a little hard to find. Most of the things I bought were, th- were new with tags and I saved so much money. Like I bought like a $50 loft shirt for like eight bucks. It was amazing. Like all last week, I just wore all of my Poshmark things. Shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. The shipping is like super fast. It's crazy. And I've been selling stuff on Poshmark too. It's so easy for the seller and the buyer. If you see something that you like, you can just make the seller an offer. Even if it's not the price that you wanted, you can say, well, here's how much I do want it for. And they can take it or leave it. It's awesome. Um, So I'm UCBT underscore Betsy on Poshmark. You should come uh, find me. Look at my closet. I got some kid stuff in there. I got some lady stuff in there. You know, listeners of Why Mommy Drinks get $5 off their first purchase. So you should just enter the invite code why mommy drinks all one word all caps when you sign up. That's the invite code why mommy drinks and you get $5 off your first purchase. I used it. It worked. It was awesome. I bought a shirt. It didn't have any holes in it. Poshmark. The vitamins that I'm taking every morning that come from Care Of are helping kickstart my day. Like I always feel like even if, let's say, I don't have time to eat everything that I need to eat, I don't have time to get all those vitamins and minerals in my body, I know that I'm being taken care of (laughs) um, by my Care Of vitamins because – so you go online and you fill out this little – questionnaire or question and answer quiz and you kind of adapt and decide what kind of vitamins you need based on your lifestyle. So if you're pregnant, you can get prenatal vitamins or postnatal vitamins. Um, if you're like me and or it's the winter and you need a little more vitamin D because the sun is not shining, um, you can up that. Uh, if you want some more energy or you find yourself in a three o'clock slump, they take care of all of that and they send you these prepackaged um, like vitamin packs for your day. So you don't have to think about it. You don't have to go to the store and get overwhelmed with all of the choices. Instead, you have personalized uh, vitamin care packs. The other thing that's really like my favorite thing about them is you're doing something good for someone else because a portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. Um, So, I mean, it's kind of amazing. So you're doing something good for you and you're helping do something good for someone else. So you can go online, and for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter WMD. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter WMD, and you'll get 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Hey, do you believe in aliens? I, I think I do. I mean, I figure they must exist, but I don't know. I'm not sure. If only there was a podcast that could, I don't know, unpack this whole thing. Like, are we alone? Do aliens exist? What, what is a UFO? What's the deal with that? Okay, so every week the Parcast Network's new podcast, Extraterrestrial, examines stories of aliens and UFOs with a critical eye, analyzing possible scientific explanations, and determining what really may have happened, and whether we are or not uh, really alone. You know, the Pentagon spent over a hundred million dollars researching UFOs, and they allegedly have nothing to show for it. Maybe they are hiding something from us. We don't know. So Extraterrestrial, the podcast, will dig deep into the evidence to determine the truth. 
So new episodes of Extraterrestrial come out every Tuesday. Look for upcoming episodes spotlighting reptilian humanoids and the 1977 UFO invasion in Fort Benning, Georgia. We all know about that. I mean, it's it's old hat. We know everything about that UFO invasion in Fort Benning. But you know what? You should probably search and subscribe to Extraterrestrial, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, you know, just to like uh, get get all the details. Again, that's Extraterrestrial, E-X-T-R-A-T-E-R-R-E-S-T-R-I-A-L, Extraterrestrial. Or you can just visit parcast.com slash extraterrestrial to start listening now. So I'm going to talk about what happened today. So I haven't been working outside the home a ton lately um, because Ari had had this like really intense job with intense hours. So I was taking care of everything here with the kids in the house and everything. But then he lost his job. So now I'm teaching. I just started a two week intensive, which is great. And it's super fun. And my students are awesome. And it gives me life. But it's also super exhausting. It's essentially like doing a one person show every day for three hours um, because you can never be off. You always have to be like concentrating and listening and thinking and it's exhausting. So I did that today. And then um, it was one of those days where like, like, do you guys ever have these days where the day before you like sit your partner down and you're like, we got to talk about tomorrow and how it's going to work. Right. Because I know. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at it in the calendar and I can't visualize how this is going to work in really practical ways so it was one of those kind of days so last night i was like we're gonna talk about this and we figured it out you take this car and i take this car and we pick this person up and this um so i come home i get the boys we come home from the bus stop Ari had made them dinner. We try to get them to eat really fast because then i have to take all three kids to rex's therapist appointment he has a new therapist he's only met like two times now but it's great we got to a point where i felt like this isn't working and i don't know how to handle this and we have to find someone outside of our family unit to help us yeah do this better navigate yeah yeah yes and um and when we've done it in the past it i don't know it, it seemed to have positive effects so I'm just going to throw a therapist at everything and hope <laughs> something works and something changes. Because lately I've been like, I don't like any of these people and I want to move to Scandinavia uh, alone. Um, when you say any of these people, you mean your family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, oh, yeah. Kidding. My kids. Yeah. And sometimes my husband. Right. Yeah. I love him. But like sometimes I just want to leave them. No, I have a lot of like I just sat in my house and they ran in circles screaming and chasing each other. I had just gotten home. My cup was full. Someone cursed. It was funny. It went down real fast. And then they started running around and screaming and hitting and pitching fists. And I was like, I don't want to do this right now. Yes. I want, I don't want to, I don't like this. Why did I do this to myself? I don't like any of this. Yes. And I like, then you feel like I just want to not, yeah, you feel like a big jerk for not wanting to be there. You're supposed to be like reveling and enjoying every moment because tomorrow you're going to blink and they're going to be gone. Exactly. Just like David Byrne says. Yes. But I don't. Meanwhile, you're like blink, 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 blink. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, where's this beautiful house? Where is this? I don't want to let any of this. Yes. 
Stephen. My husband is not here now works us. on Monday nights. So, uh, so last week I brought him to therapy, and she was like, "Great, we're gonna you and him. We're just gonna do therapy, and he can talk about what the fuck is happening." This sounds like a very bougie therapist. And but the, but then this week I was like, "Oh, by the way, my husband works every Monday night now, uh, so it'll always be me and." all the kids full chaos uh so here's the, so so we came home at like four and i had to get my husband to feed them at like dinner at like four and then it was also like stressful because it was like eat some fucking food because at 4 30 we're leaving and we can't leave a minute later and we have to drive all the way downtown and find parking and it's a whole thing and last week i got hosed i couldn't find parking i had to pay 15 dollars to park in some shitty lot so i was like i'm not gonna do that again so anyway um so we stuff food into them we go all the way downtown i'm like i'm so sorry all of my children are here team chaos is here represent and she's like okay so here's the thing so far i like this therapist she does not have kids and so she was like okay well um uh how do you want this to work and i was like well i mean we could you know, we could be in here with his brother, who he has a lot of issues with. Maybe they, maybe you can talk to both of them, or um, you know, I'll just hang out with the other two in the lobby, and and you guys can have a session alone. And she was like, "Okay, um, okay, but there are other people having therapy here, and they can hear everything. So you have to be very quiet." What? No, I was that's like, oh, not. Jesus. No. Okay, so. So we had to go into sure, the... I'll just tell my kids. Hi. Uh, that's not okay. No. Well, so we had to sit in the lobby and I was like, be super quiet. So that actually worked okay. And then at some point we had to go to the... Odie was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay. And he's young enough that it has... It's like an emergency. We have to go. And I, I go, we go, we walk all the way to the bathroom. And then I think you needed a key. It was locked. Oh, and there was some maintenance man. He was like, I'll let you in. I was like, in here? And he's like, no, no, no. And he brings us to the men's room. And I was like, oh, okay. Figuring it was like a one-seater. It wasn't. It was like a room with stalls. And I'm in it. That was weird. Did he think I was a man? Um, and so we were in. So I was in there with my two boys. I mean, I guess we averaged out to be a man, I guess. And uh, and then we're in there. And then at some point, Rex shows up. He's in there to go to the bathroom. At some point, then also a man shows up. (laughs) And that was awkward. And so I left uh, and was like, I'm sorry, I'm a grown woman in the men's room uh, with three children um, just hanging out. Why didn't I go to the women's? I don't know. A man wouldn't let me in there. I don't know. Um, but so, you got to you got to see why there's never a line for the men's room because there's so many stalls, urinals and stalls for days, yeah. all empty. Uh, so we we finish up, we go back. So then, okay, so so therapy's over, and she's like, "By the way, can we um can we do can we not bring um those <laughs> other kids?" Oh, and I was like, "Well, I mean, my husband works, and that's just what I mean. They're you know my." my kids <laughs> and I have to bring them. And so we had to like find another oh, yeah. time to meet right. where, he, so I don't know. Right. Oh, you were in the room with all three kids for his session? I was in the lobby with the other two. And, and she was, was not happy with the other two being there. That, that shouldn't make any difference. I agree. In her. Well, no, she wanted it so that 
him, it was he his and I, time. yep. So he's talking about And that. that's a big part, I think, of why he's like pissed off and acting out too, is that he just wants some alone time. He wants <gasps> alone time. Uh-oh, Amanda's got a face that tells me I've studied this <laughs> and I have thoughts. It's probably, it's what you talked about probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He deeply resents yeah. that it's, our three-year-old exists. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's for the rest three of Three years life. in. He's like still yeah. struggling with the fact that he exists. I mean, I He's think so it, angry. Did that I talk he about exists. it on the show? We do Rosebud Thorn on Sundays when we're feeling like we're really on it. And, and I, because of you, I do that with my kids and they love it. What's Rosebud Thorn? So you it's say great. Rose, what's what was the best thing in your week? Oh, all right. Oh, we do day. You can do day, okay. but on Sundays yeah. we try to do week. Like what okay, was your big okay. week thing? But if we have a daily actual dinner, which we never do, but if we actually ever did, it would be a day. We do thing. it in the car at pickup. Oh, that's great. Uh, yes. oh, that's good. Yeah. So then Bud is, what are you looking forward to coming up? And then Thorn is, what was the thing that just sucked this past week? And, uh, and so everybody talks about it and you kind of take a minute to reflect and think and then look forward so it's very good but wesley's always going for his thorn them it's <gasps> those two they're his thorn yeah they're the thorn oh, he's always yeah. like it's them it's them they're the thorn yeah <laughs> they got in my way Ugh. you know so rex is always like he's yeah. so annoying he's the worst mm-hmm. i love everyone in this family but i only like him and so that was a lot of the talk like coming home from therapy and and when we came Aww. home well, good though. Yeah, it's good that he's saying it. That's so good. I mean, you trust that person. Bummer that he feels that way. But oh, it's just so no, weird to flash forward in your brain twenty years and realize those two are going to be thick as thieves. That's right. That's I'm telling I you said. this hilarious story at Thanksgiving. Hey, remember, mom says we used to hate each other's guts. And it's normal. It's a normal feeling. It's a normal feeling. Yeah, it is normal, right? Yeah, it's but totally it's so hard normal to be on the parent side and yeah. be dealing with that. And, and then the whole hands the whole thing. Like, it's not like you get to skip and be like, cool, I'll meet you on the other side right. of this. I'll see you in 20 years right. when you guys are friends. Yeah. Let me yeah. just help. It's literally, let me help you up this 10,000 foot cliff that looks impossible. Yes. Like, yeah. And I say that all the time. Like, these are your brothers. They're your friends for life. Like, you know, they're always going to be there. It's everything in me to not be like, one day we're going to die. Right. They're all you have. <laughs> I made them so you'll never be alone. Right. They're the only ones who will realize how shitty I am. You all right. will come together yeah. in your hatred for me. Right. So this there is, you go. You guys have shared trauma that I'm providing. <laughs> I don't oh see what the God. problem is. <laughs> I feel like my sister Lydia and I, yeah, it's all about right? like shared trauma. Oh my God, mom. Yeah. Right. Uh, Everybody else gets like the Pinterest Instagram yes. version of your mom or the when, when I first found out the term code switching for people uh-huh. explaining what it was like to like, oh, OK, oh, well, I'm black and now oh, yeah. I need to go like do a job interview and I'm going to use this white person voice to get by. I was like, oh, wait, I know what you're talking about. It's my mom answering the phone because she'd be like, you little fuckers can say ring. Hey, how you doing? It's yeah, Susan, right. Yeah. And it's just that switch to your work voice, right? Like your present mind, and any- everybody gets that. And then when you tell them that she's yeah. a terrible monster, they're like, "What? That's oh crazy!" You yes, know? Like, right. And so you're both your kids will be able to explain to each like they'll get that you're a terrible monster, yes. and nobody else will truly understand. Right, right. You guys all know I have made this podcast so that everyone thinks I'm an angel. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. When I was a, <laughs> my dad still does this when he. 
he's like my dad's a tenor he he doesn't have a high voice but like he he's he doesn't have like a like a deep he's a man man voice yes he sings he's he I love men that sing. sing yeah my parents met in the church in the um college choir and my dad has a beautiful voice my parents both have lovely voices um anyway you do too by the way Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Betsy. I put my finger out, a bluebird flies onto it. Um, but my dad, whenever he talk whenever he talks on the phone to a man, he's like, hello. Like it's always like this deep voice. It was like, who the fuck is this? Well, that's what you I do too. That man. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. Hi. This is Amanda Ellen. I'm like Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Amanda Allen here. Oh, how can I help you? Hi. How can <coughs> I help you? My name's Amanda. How can I help you? Um, we have a weird inside joke with some of my friends uh, back from Minnesota. I guess they, they went to something and a waitress was like, Hi, may I help you? <laughs> And so now, just for 25 years, our inside joke is like, hey, man, hey, <laughs> uh, it's, I guess it sounds like, like that RuPaul thing where it's like, uh, hand your head of a hair. Oh, it, it. Again, it almost sounds like Cartman if Cartman transitioned. <laughs> it is a little, it is. Hey, man, hey, Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like, she kind of hey, says, how may I help her. you? But it's also, hi, may I help? It's confusing. Hey, man, hey, Um Anyway. People who just don't have time for all the syllables. Right? right, right. No. She was a waiter. She she didn't have time. She had she had tables to turn. Um, so uh, so there was a lot of that. Uh, so finally, it's over. She's like, we need to schedule a time where these people are not here. Uh, we get back into the car. <laughs> we people. listen to you know thirty five minutes. Oh, and I ran out of gas, of course. And. Um, and there was just like a lot of fighting in the car of just like, I don't like him. Um, and uh, oh my God, I can't even remember the, no, the it rest. Sounds, I like blocked it. I out. mean, it sounds like a dream. It's weird that that would be Is the thing like that broke dream? you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then we came sense. home and Ari had had to go to work. And so I was like, everyone eat a fucking snack. And he had made me dinner, which was awesome. But I also ate it like joylessly and right, quickly. Like over the sink. Yeah, right, pretty much. Yeah. yeah just oh. Like, oh, we got to get upstairs. You guys got to go to bed. I got to do a podcast. <laughs> oh, listen to me. I'm Amanda on the phone. Um, Hi. <gasps> um, Thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> Am I on your list? Get me off your list. <laughs> Shut um. That's a that's a mom hack. Mom hack. Getting off lists? No, like if somebody calls you and they like oh. with a weird number, you just right. answer and you're like, hi. <gasps> oh, sound like too into it. Just sound like somebody. <laughs> you're like, you're like What's I'm happening? laughing without my face. Thank you so much for calling. Oh my gosh, lately Ari's been getting a lot of calls. I get so many. And, and he's like, I'm unemployed. I'm so sorry. I won't be donating to whatever the fuck you are raising money for. And they're like, okay, but we're raising money. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but he's such like a super nice guy. It's very hard for him to be like, okay, I'm hanging up. Goodbye. Right. Like even that is like pretty nice. Uh, but he can't even do that. <laughs> 
he's like, okay, but like I said, I'm unemployed, so I won't be giving you any money. I don't have any money to give just, you. Just hang up. Just hang up. I know. Hang up. He can't do it. He can't do it because he's been on the other side of it, too. Oh, so did you tell him like, he did that? Hey, we just want to know, like, are you signing up for intramural uh, volleyball? Because uh, the Parks click, and Rec Center would click, really like... <laughs> click. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, someone broke you. Um, yeah. No, I and I I I will say this as a as an, as an entry to this. If and when Ripley ever for some reason is listening to all of these, they might. You're a wonderful child. You're fine. You're not personally breaking mommy that much, but <laughs> I mean having her <laughs> broke the crap out of me in a very literal kind of way. Um, yeah. I did like I had a um I had a long time where like. I could get pregnant, but I couldn't stay pregnant, right? Like it wouldn't take, oh, right? I'm so sorry. Which I was not really like mentally dealing with at the time. I was just like, we're just going to keep walking on, keep walking, keep walking. There was a time I got, I was really bummed out after a while. And like, I was literally sitting on my like back deck, just like watching the trees, you know, like sitting on a chair, just like hair in the wind, you know, just, just depressed. Right. My husband comes out and he's like trying to cheer me up for it. Like, hi, I'll take you out to dinner and movie. Let's let's go out. Let's have some fun. Let's do something fun. It's like you know, okay, yeah, all right. Bring me the movie listings. We'll pick a movie, right? He brings it out. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see anything serious, man. I just want to see something fun. Yeah, let's see this movie with the old man with the balloons. Nope. Nope. Did you know that you can shoot tears out of your face? <laughs> I didn't. But then I suddenly did. Oh my god! The I first ten minutes of up is my <laughs> mind in the first. <laughs> literally, like I must have poured a liter of fluid out of my face in that movie. Like it was beyond intense. Um, Anyone in just a normal frame of right, mind, right? Right. Uh, already, it's already. Started, oh god! I go <laughs> up is the like saddest. I'm holding my actual human child, and it's fine, and everything's aces, and I have a pizza next yes. to me, and I will still bucket yes. tears. So at this time, it was literally. I am not joking about that shooting tears out of your yeah. face. I didn't know you could do it, <gasps> but you can literally eject. Like you can Wait. secrete tears so quickly that you are excrete or however you do it. You can literally just cry so hard that you're shooting tears out of your eyes like Wait, are cartoon. you serious? Yeah, I straight up You literally I was, shot tears out of your face. I was so hard that they didn't even get my, my face wasn't even wet. Oh my. It was just like shooting out of my eyeballs. That's fucking it's nuts. It's crazy, right? So yeah, so I was like weirded out and stressed out. And so for a long time, we got to a point where I was like, okay, well I'm not, it's not going to ever take. And in its own way, I was like, I came to peace with that. I was like, awesome. I'm going to sleep late though my whole life. Yes. I'm going to keep all my money. Yes. I'm going to be a fun aunt yes. and I'm going to live my shit, right? Like it's going to be great. And that's <gasps> perfect because I'm going to be a comedian and that is not really a great like I'm gonna lifestyle for a child, mama. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to fly places on a whim. I mean, to be fair, I did that this week, but this what? still, like it still happens. But, but so I was, I, I was really surprised when we came up, uh, when we came up pregnant and it turned out to be like, it stuck, right? So I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Like I was nervous, but I was like, all right, you know, we're taking care of it, and everything seems good, and everything seems good. And I'm old enough that they do like they they you know that thing of they record it as a geriatric pregnancy. Mm -hmm. You're considered old, right? Yeah. And so I automatically, because of my age, I went to the high risk OBGYN, which I loved because they were so super on top of everything. Yeah. And yeah, they're um, smart. Those high yeah, risk. Yeah. I mean, those high risk ladies, like they're not messing around. And no, I just lucked out into this Nothing team that was all, it was it was all women. So. 
I knew because I had been a baby photographer, all the like where the good OBGYNs and where the good hospital was. And I was like, our insurance still technically covers this place. I am going here. And they all be so nice. Right. And I keep walking in looking like none of their clientele. Uh, and <laughs> they're still nice. Right. They were amazing. And they, so I'm going to this high risk lady. Get, they send me for extra scans and stuff, which I worried about, but it was fine. The kid was like, in there. like they're like, wait, where do you live? You can't. Right. You're not allowed to. What? Look at your shoes. Yeah. Show me the tag oh, on your shirt. Is in Greenwich, Connecticut. It. If you show up looking like a bag of shit, they assume you're a billionaire because, uh, and that was true of my clients. Billionaires don't give a crap what you think of them. They can pay somebody to tell them they look amazing. They will wear sweatpants every damn oh, day. Of their this life. is it's something beautiful. I like, especially yeah. about the East Coast. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Real yeah. chill. Yeah. And so like, I think they were just like, she must be some kind of trust fund kid, right? Um, <laughs> which was in, in no way true. Uh, but they didn't take, they didn't make me pay copay. So they couldn't tell what? when my like debit card would get rejected for $27. Yeah. <laughs> that would have given away my, my heads up. But, um, but so, uh, so I'm there is like this high risk pregnancy. And I did, I did love that whenever t- they'd be like, wait, why are you here again? I was like, this was your idea. Yeah. Cause I'm so old. They're like, what? How old are you? And I tell them, they're like, oh, we assume that was an error on your paperwork. We thought you were a digit off. Like they thought I was 10 years younger than I was. And it was an error. And I was like, because I you're so young love looking. you guys. Uh, but at the time they're like, oh my God, you're the youngest woman we've ever seen in this practice. Youngest looking. And I'm just like, thank you. Especially because I'm the only woman in this entire building without injectables in her face. So that's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> but I think also, um, as a comedian, like I get to go and yell at men with a microphone and swear in their faces. Yeah. And that keeps you extremely relaxed. And young. <laughs> yes. Like there were no stress lines because I could just be like, you're all sons of bitches. Let me tell you about yourselves. It's like which a portrait of Darian Gray. Yes, yes, but which is my yelling set at- was becoming more and more evil and my face was fine. <laughs> um, so I, I was, I was living it up. <laughs> yeah. And we were, we got past like that week of like viability where you're like, okay, this point all we have to do is stay alive long enough for us to crack me open and get her out right like we're good so i was feeling really good <laughs> great 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 way to look at it <laughs> just like an egg you know just, <laughs> just crack it open uh if only that's the way it works so you're like um oh, you're like a it. new orleans king cake yeah <laughs> yes get out the baby for good Find luck the baby yeah i was encoded myself in purple and gold um <laughs> But so, uh, so we'd go and we do like the little 3d scans that they do now where you see the yes. baby in outer space and they're like, Hey, what's up? You know? And you're like, Hey, uh, and that was, that was fun. Uh, and then it's getting to be that like last month, right. Where you're like, I am done. Oh yeah. I'm done with this. I have run out of torso and I don't know where this baby is going now. Like you just start going out crazily to the front and you're like, that's just, Engineering wise, I don't. Yes, you don't fit on the damn couch. Like I'd be on the couch, but the belly would just be hanging in air, and I'd be like trying to prop it up with a different chair. Like just ridiculous. I would put an ottoman. Yeah, you put a little my stomach. Exactly. Just get that little poing ottoman from IKEA. (laughs) Hang that up. Uh, So I was starting to just oh, I feel tough, you know. And there, they start being like, okay, your blood pressure starting to go up, which is not ideal, right? But they're 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 you know asking me other questions. I'm like, no, I don't have any vision blurring. I don't have any of the like weird stuff. I don't have headaches. So they started making me come in every day to go get that baby stress test. Oh, uh, every day? Every, every day for a while. Like the last two weeks I was kind of getting in every day. Cause they That's were really, I think they were really worried that it was developing preeclampsia yeah. and they were going to miss it. Right. Which is very nice of them to be so careful. But so I, I go and I'm getting these tests and they're like, okay, but it's everything's theoretically fine. And I start going overdue. 
right? And they're like, okay, well, at a certain point, we're going to like, if you go past this date, we're going to go in and get her. You we're know, like crack in, you open. Right, in, induce you or whatever their word for it is. Like, All right. So they make the appointment. We go in to get induced. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then they, they do that thing where they, t- they try to have you still have the baby, you know, vaginally. So they start you out with like, oh, we're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. Give me the Cervidil, which I always think of as a cr- weird crocodile. I don't know why that name. <laughs> Cervidil, the crocodile. I don't know Wait, why that doesn't for me. But is it's it totally a crocodile named Cervidil? No, it's just the Cervidil is the stuff they give you to soften your cervix yes. and to start the process, yes. right? And then they give you the Pitocin later to start like contractions and stuff. Yeah. So I thought that every drug they gave you would to induce labor would be like an injection or like an IV thing. No, Cervidil is like the devil's tampon. Uh-oh. They like soak a piece of cotton cord essentially in it and then jam it up the old hoo-ha to like sit against your cervix to like relax it right and they're like this is gonna take a while so you can chill out but you can't do you know you can't pee or you can't eat or drink or something during these hours so i was like all right i got kill time <laughs> doing that next day they come in they're like oh man it's just not really still pretty rock hard there and i was like yeah this is a catholic cervix that thing's like a it's like a brass door man you're never getting through that bad boy like who knew? you know so uh Wait, so, so had you been in the you're you i've been, been in there like, for like a full day day and a half right? and you're just hanging out in the hospital right just in a bed with this i'm not allowed to get out of the bed and that there's is this a thing, nice and they're like hospital. you could just right super nice i had two kids in manhattan and they were like if you get ain't having a baby out, yeah. get the fuck out yeah yeah no, this was this was a a uh a not even at like not even half capacity oh. ritzy person's hospital that Ooh. does not spell like a hospital it has carpeting and i swear to christ this sounds like a joke but there's a grand goddamn piano in the lobby when you walk in to God take the bless. elevator um so i'd go in and like you know they're doing all that and then they're like well okay we you know we, we're gonna keep doing it for a while and then we can give you the pitocin and try to like start it give me the pitocin like nothing's happening at this point i'm like man it's been like two and a half days like it's starting to get a little boring like we're running out of like will's eating all the candy we're running, like we're running out of stuff to do uh <laughs> all the and, candy for the nurses yeah he did yeah. he well he good job he brought like yeah this like buffet he was very popular with the nursing staff was it for you or the nurses no it was for the nurses which was very and sweet. he ate it he ate quite a bit of it. Um, and then, and so at some point they come in and they're like, you know, we can, we can at some point say it's okay to go in for a C-section and we have, we have time on the schedule. Like there's an opening later today. You know, if you feel like that's what you want or you can keep trying for like two more days, you could try at least two more days to like go to the whole process and push and do that if you want to. And I was like, oh dude, uh, just come in and get her. Like, just get her out of there. I know it's major abdominal surgery, but at the same time, uh, if I have her after two more days of sitting here like this, I'm going to be so exhausted. I'll pass out when the kid shows up and I'll miss it, you know? And they were, they're amazing surgeons and it's on all women's team. So when I'd say oh. anything, like if I'm uncomfortable, oh, when I say it's an all women's team, two of my maternity nurses were men. All of the surgeons were doctors. Thank nice. you. All it the was- surgeons were women, you mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. All yeah. The surgeons were doctors. <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe so. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's funny what, what i love they is that all went to medical is school that my, is my brain had filled in the like, word women with the word doctors and i'm fine with I that love um, it. but you yeah so, it, yeah i was like ah, can you so right. <laughs> that's not good um and i haven't had a martini so i have no excuse uh but so i was like yeah you know if that's okay like if it's medically indicated and you think it's all right like go in and get her that's fine i trust you guys you seem good so um it's like all right yeah okay you can go in and we're gonna you know do this da 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 and i took one last freelance gig 
Just a real quick uh, graphic design job that I did on my laptop while I waited to be rolled into the OR because what? I'm an idiot. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I made a quick 60 bucks. That was good. Um, wow. And then uh, the person emailing me did not know I was in, like, in labor at the hospital. And I'm like really into taking gigs whenever I can fit them in. So I was like, yeah, this will be funny. I'll just like take this one last quick job. Although the problem was that you weren't in labor. Is that correct? Well, I was like in labor, but it wasn't active. Like nothing Got was it. happening. Okay. So like once they start the process, they can't just like unhook you from the stuff and send you home. Um, at that point i was too deep in it um <laughs> but too deep in. right so there's a picture will has somewhere of like him taking a selfie and i'm in the background like typing on my laptop like an idiot in like the like the or cap and everything like oh my idiot. god um i couldn't even do that in the last two months honestly it was the last freelance job i think i ever completed because it's been a couple of years but yeah. but so they go in they they're amazing they're so good and it's like it's like the avengers super team of like women it's like my my surgeon is this like gorgeous amazing puerto rican woman who is just like do, 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 acts like she's making a quick sandwich and then like storm right exactly and then there's like uh the the anesthesiologist is this like young indian woman we're talking about harry condobolo and i'm like oh yeah i was on a show with him in union hall and although he didn't stay for my set but oh, it still counts that guy's great all oh, right he's so good yes. i love him um and so we're talking about that and then you can see like there's one nurse who was like uh, related to J, uh, Big J Okerson, but didn't want to say the whole name so that nobody at work Googled him because he doesn't, he's like not, you know, super family friendly. Who's that? Uh, it's like one of the Legion of Skanks guys. The whole? Uh, What's happening? Oh, I'm a hundred years old. What's oh, happening? right. Um, I would say he's sort of like a, like a Howard Stern-esque kind this of This sounds feel. like you were at a bar. Right. It's not exactly. That's what it felt like is I was joshing and joking around yeah. and they're like, do, do, do and whipping it all up. And then like they gave me the spinal thing that they mm. gave you before Ooh. your C-section. Spinal and, tap. Right. Like they didn't, you know, Will didn't get to see that because apparently like it's some crazy big needle. Yep. They tell. So they give me that and they, they bring go away. And he gets to come in behind the thing and they start like hacking away. I have snuck in my cell phone. Oh, oh no. Oh no, Kathleen. What? I don't know. Like, right. So they see, you know, they whip, whip, boop, 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 boop. And then like pop little heads, like coming out of like the little slit they made in the bottom of the belly. And I'm like, I raised the phone over the like little thing. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I have a few oh, Jesus. really cool pictures. Uh, and then they pull the, you know, pull her all the way out. And she looks like a toddler in these photos. I mean, she was a big baby. <laughs> She's, She's like, just shy of 10 pounds. She's like, what's up? <laughs> How Send big my was love she? from my friend Zervadil. Uh, <laughs> so I get out of there. Wait, how, how heavy was she when she was she born? Was, she was like 9, 12. Ooh, like she was real close to 10 pounder, right? Yes, so I was like, oh boy, abdominal surgery, nothing. I really dodged a bullet with that one because <laughs> I would have got her halfway through that, that door. That vagina is still been, intact. Right, exactly. Like theoretically. But I mean, she had kicked it <laughs> real hard from the far side. I feel like people don't. <laughs> People don't appreciate how much like, oh, coming through is one thing, but they just been kicking the backside of your front door for months. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Sometimes in the, you get that weird electrical pain thing that shoots <gasps> up yes. called like lightning oh, crotch or whatever. Crotch. Oh, yeah. I had that. It's the worst. Not Cause great. Cause you're like, he did it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, anytime I got it, I just quit for the day. I'm like, you can all go fuck yourself. That would happen, happen to me. Sometimes I'd be putting the, uh, the older two to bed oh, and I'd get God. lightning crotch. It was a fucking worst. It is. I can't because I could barely function, and I didn't have any other responsibilities. I'm sorry. There's a the human time. being inside kicking my vagina from the inside. I just got electrocuted no. in the bus. Right, right in the bus. Right. Yeah. I've tried to explain it to Will, and he just shuts down. Like he can't process ah, that. Ah, 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 ah. 
So I'm like, oh, this is, you know, so I'm, I got my baby. She's doing a little baby stuff. She's getting her little hat on and all that stuff. And I'm holding her. It's so great. And we're relaxing a few days in the recovery. I get to recover for four freaking days because it's a C-section, right? They almost sent me home on the third day, but they're like, your blood pressure is still going up and we don't, we're not comfortable with it. So the fourth day, they're finally like, look, we're going to have to let you go home, but we're not happy about this blood pressure situation. So here's, you have to take this lisinopril or like this blood pressure med and here's your prescription and then we're going to monitor you and you have to come back and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, great, because I just want to get out of here like i'm real sick really? of this hospital. i wanted like to six days be in the hospital well, you have for multiple, oh, six days right. yeah yeah right and it, i didn't have any children at yeah. home right like, oh, i don't want right. to go home like, i, I want to see my cat uh, so so we get out of there and it's great and we have one marvelous day and then the next day we take her to her pediatrician boy visit because you have to take them right away for some reason right yeah. away to you're the bleeding pediatrician, out get the crotch right. and you're like definitely Here's... go get her assessed and yeah. see like yep still a baby it was a baby yesterday at the hospital but we got to get it looked at by a different doctor to tell you deaf, deaf a baby so yeah. we go we get her to do that we walk out of the doctor's office and I, the car is like 20 feet away I'm like by the time I get to the car I'm holding onto the car Ooh. and I'm like this is I'm really tired and they warned us like they were like look you're gonna be very exhausted like you had a crazy amount of stuff just happen you just had a baby your body's dumping all this hormones everything's happening don't be surprised when you're super wiped out it's like oh I just must be super wiped out right we drive home and you know I don't know if they give you gave you guys this but if you have a c-section sometimes they give you this rebreather device that is to practice getting your lung capacity back because your mm-hmm. your body's gotten shoved up so much that your lungs are kind of squished and once you had a c-section you didn't push in the way that kind of gets rejiggered i guess during like another kind of thing so they're like yeah so they give you this little breather to like get your lung capacity back and they're like do this 10 times a day try to get up to this number 2000 and i did it maybe twice a day which later when i told them they're like oh my god good you did it we're trying to get you to do it twice a day and that's why we said 10 times a day um <laughs> which is which is such a mom way to do things um <laughs> i'm gonna set the the clocks five minutes ahead <laughs> yeah then we'll be on time yeah exactly um so yeah so so i i w- we go home i try to breathe into this thing and i cannot for the life of me get it to crack above 500 which is 25 percent of what i'm supposed to be able to do oh. so I was like, that's not ideal and i'm really tired and I, was, I got a breast with my baby, which I'm just like kind of getting into the groove of. Right. And Will's like, well, you, you can't breathe and you sound weird and rattly. Like that's not good. Right. It's like, yeah, but I'm real tired. Can I just like take a nap and like, we'll worry about this later. It's like, no, yeah. you're going to call your OB yeah. that's on call like right now and just give her like a heads up. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. Oh my God, that's terrifying. So we call her and it's the doctor. It was my same surgeon, uh, who delivered my baby and like cut me open, did the whole thing. Um, uh, Dr. Palos. She's so good. Oh, she was uh, even a doctor. She was so, oh, can you believe it? Um, and had a ponytail, my favorite two things. So, um, <laughs> it's very stylish. And, uh, she heard, heard me tell her like my symptoms. She's like, uh, you gotta come in right now to get assessed right now. And I said, well, I was just about to feed my baby. Can I feed her and then come? She's like, no, no, I know your newborn baby is hungry. And I literally, I'm telling you to jump in your car and get here now. And I think Cause you she said I'm like, right if now, it goes if something like this goes badly, it goes badly very quickly. Ooh. So we want to assess you. So Will starts driving me and literally in while we're going, like I'm losing it. Like, <gasps> what do you mean? Like I am not able to sit up in the car. Like I have to put my seat all the way back. So I can't, I can't fully sit up. Like it's bad. 
and I can't hold yourself like I can't hold like I'm usually I'm I'm fully out of energy and like I'm turning a weird color that I can't see but when I go into the ER they're like oh that's not great right oh no oh and that's the other thing so I'm coming to the ER with my husband who's trying to hold me up while he holds our newborn baby and the instant they see him and they realize it's not about the baby they're like you have to get out you 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 can't be in an ER with a newborn baby like this is the most (gasps) infectious area get your newborn baby out of here and he's like but my wife is like they're like we'll call you and let you know how it goes like get out and so he's in a panic like crying like driving home like i don't know what to do with myself like waiting to hear from me meanwhile like i get put on like uh you know a, a like a stretcher thing or whatever while i'm waiting for them to assess me and of course it's like that that real lackadaisical thing that you get when you first get to the hospital and everyone's real chill and, and like i'm like starting to hit the button because i'm like I'm starting to feel worse. And like for me to hit the button to call for help is like a big deal. So I went like there was a bathroom right across me and I really needed to pee. And I was like, just can I just pee? And of course I'm wearing all the like postpartum shit. Like I got the crazy underpants with the mesh and the 15 layers and the giant orange pad from space. I just want to pee. I go to pee and I can't walk back to the stretcher. I can see from the bathroom and they're like, okay, all right. And then like now a whole team is coming. Right. And now the OB who was on call upstairs has gotten the word that her patient is downstairs alone because her husband had to leave. She comes down and holds my hand while I do all of this. They're like, okay, we're giving you like, we're going to do this heart monitor. We're going to do this other thing. And they hook me up to a bunch of different machines and do some tests. And then like, I start being able to not, breathe like i can't get a breath i can't produce like i can't get oxygen into my body and they're like they put a a bipap like a mask on me they're giving me and they're putting something in my vein i'm not sure about all this and now like a woman is leaning over so that she's over the mask in my face she's like okay hi i'm dr so-and-so and just so you know like i'm the cardiologist and here's what's going on just fyi uh, your heart uh, is given up. Like you got really exhausted in your pregnancy. It's called car- you know, paraparum cardiomyopathy. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, uh, it means your heart's failing, but we're going to help you. So you're just going to take this nitroglycerin real quick. That is the noise it made. Um, that's the machine saying, come get this bitch. There was, uh, there's a, they gave me like five tabs of nitroglycerin and then they give you pain medication because nitroglycerin gives you a terrible headache. Um, and they're like, okay, so just so you know, like this is, they're trying to like update me. They're like, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to give you this medicine and this medicine. We're just, we're going to get you to a place where you feel okay. Like we're going to stabilize you. So I'm, I'm there and I'm like, okay, um, this is like not good. And I had been joking the whole time. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, the Kevin Smith attempted a John Hughes movie called Jersey Girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. With J-Lo? With J-Lo and Ben Affleck at the height of their thing. It was the movie that was much better than Gigli that they made as a couple, Mm. but which people don't acknowledge. But that movie is spoilers. Uh, She dies, and then he has to raise their baby. She dies in childbirth, and she has to raise a baby. And the whole time, I was They named the baby (laughs) Gigli? Yeah, that's why she died. Oh, they... She just died. The movie was so bad that the baby and the... Oh, wait. So the mom... Any, anyway. He did name her in the movie. She's named Gertrude after her mom, which everyone's like, why did you name her Gertrude? And he's like, it's after my dead wife. And then they feel bad. It's great. Um, but so the whole time, I was like, the last trimester, I kept joking, air quotes to him. I'd be like, I've got a totally Jersey girl, yeah. Like, and then like... So oh, when my he was, God, that's so was, dark. Right? When he was leaving the ER, he was like, it's yeah, supposed to be please. a joke. Like, yeah. he was like, you're joking. You're supposed to be joking. Like, 
I was like, no, dude, you will clean up. Don't worry. You're a good looking dude with a newborn baby girl. So many girls are going to be like, you got a full time job and a fresh baby. I don't even have to make myself. Yes, I will. He'd he clean up. Oh my God, Kathleen. That's Meanwhile, so I'm in there. Like, look, uh, if you guys could get my heart working, that'd be great. So they come and they tell me, like, uh, postpartum or peripartum cardiomyopathy is where the stress of pregnancy taps out your heart muscle and your heart muscle starts to to weaken and wear away uh and gets used up it's very rare please do not panic if you're currently pregnant it's very unlikely to happen uh but also get monitored but um there's uh, also if there's you a can't chance breathe, just right, you know that's a call your doctor um it can be a thing where it's just a little weak. It can be a thing where it's like half cashed out and you need a lot of treatments. And it can be a thing where you need a heart transplant now. So they're like, we got to figure out which kind it is and let you know, like, we're going to plan your treatment, but we have to figure out if you need a heart transplant. How old is your baby? She is at that point, five days old, six days old. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess my whole job on this planet was like to ride here, give her a ride, drop her off and peace out. Right. Which, to be fair, wow. I have a lot of cool YouTube videos of me talking about cool stuff, telling jokes, uh, doing drugs. Uh, I would have been an amazing dead Honestly, mom. like... An amazing dead mother. I'm going to be a no. middling actual human mother who lived. But uh, at the time, I was like, maybe this is actually good. I'll just lean into this. I'll be unbelievable, and her stepmom will take all the heat. Uh, That's but, why I'm still here. I need a better reel. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so so they, they take me to the ICU, and I'm, like, in there, and everybody else in there is, like, 98, and they have, like... They're on ventilators. They've been checked out actually right. for a long time. They had babies and, and I'm their heart like, gave out and it made sound. I'm like, mm, let me joke around with the nurses. So it was very popular uh, in the ICU, but also like, I, you know, having a little trouble and they were like, they found it sad, you know, that I couldn't see my newborn baby. You can't normally, uh, you know, bring children into the ICU for all kinds of reasons. Um, after I was there for like four or five days, they were like, we're going to break the rule and let your husband bring your baby to see you. We're just going to change everything in the room right before he gets here so that it's super clean because we're, they're worried and da-da-da. Um, and so he, he, like, brings her in, and he's got her in her, like, little jacket, and he's like, oh, I brought her other little outfit, and you can change her. And I was like, oh, like, the nurse was in there. I was like, oh, if I change her, I'm worried, like, she'll start crying, and she'll wake up the other people in the ward. And the nurse was like, oh, honey, everybody else on this ward is in a ventilator. If you wake him up, it's like a holy miracle. Don't even worry about it. Oh, my and God. I was like, that is so sweet and also dark. Yes. Um, but great. And, uh, and they leave. And then I had another, what's called, they called the, f the first thing and the second thing, a decompensation incident. And that's where basically you start dying again. Oh my um, God. And the first time I had kind of not known what was going on long enough to get nervous. But the second time I had had a whole bunch of information given to me and it also seemed like, oh, if it's happening again, that's like not great. Um, so I'm in the middle of it and the nurse is like, okay, it's like two in the morning too. So like calling in the pulmonary team because they're worried I'm having an embolism and they're doing all this other stuff. And like 10 people come in and they're working all over me and they're putting my catheter back in because they had just taken my catheter out. So I got to get recatheterized for the third time in like eight days. And they're putting on a BiPAP mask. They like rip. I'm just like topless. I love that the like catheter is the, the thing room. I responded the most to. You're like, and I'm dying. I'm like, and they recatheterized. But for real, the catheterized. <laughs> that's the thing they apologize for. They're like, we know all these heart monitors are fine because <laughs> it's just sticky things. But so, um, yeah. So they have to like bring me back, and I'm there for all of that. And that was the time I got worried. Wait, and they like, did the thing. Not the zappy, shocky things, the but paddles. like getting my, not the paddles, because I didn't have an arrhythmia. Okay. I had literally, my heart was just like, I'm done. So they had to give me more <laughs> nitroglycerin to get it that's to like so peak back up. Right? That's me every day. Right. Oh, no. I'm finished. <laughs> right. Oh I just God. don't have 
fit in me today. One day Amanda's heart's just gonna say, oh, I'm, I'm done. done. Right. And I do I do, I do like the joke that it wasn't the pregnancy, it was the series the run up to the election. I was like, Yeah, that tapped my heart out just fine. So they also I don't know, like if they give you nitroglycerin, you get such a terrible migraine that they give you morphine. They give you straight up the the high test best shit, right? Yeah. And they give you this teeny amount of it. And it turns out a little goes a long way. Uh, it was the only time in my life, and I literally I have a full mask on. I can't fully very well communicate with anybody. <laughs> and the do- the doctor's checking to be like, "Is are you okay? Is the headache gone? Because they want to make sure you're not going to be in excruciating pain all night in there." And I was like, "Like, give me one more, one more of those hair, one more of those heroines, please." Which they did, like just just like one more tap because I I still feel a little bit of the headache, and I know like it'll get worse when they leave. I was like, "Go ahead, excuse me, drug the crap out of me, more yeah, more of that heroin, one more heroin, maybe you wouldn't mind." Um, so they gave me one more heroin, which was awesome, and uh, and so I felt better, but I also looked like a Morton Joe from Mad Max Fury Road. I had like a weird, crazy mask all over my face. I'm like topless. I also had my hair bleached at the time, so it was even more so. And I'm just like this big blob, like rotting away and failing in the ICU. And I feel like an absolute literal failure. Like I am like, I am the embodiment of a human who can't do stuff. Like I'm supposed to be breastfeeding my baby. Oh, and the maternity nurses were so nice. First, one of them came down and she was like, I will babysit your baby so your husband can come see you which was like the sweetest thing ever. An actual maternity nurse with her own two kids who does the NICU came and helped. Like you need to know those are the best. Those are the angels in the whole world. Unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. And then like she brought down, cause I was like, Oh, I'm not gonna be able to nurse. Because I have all the, all this stuff. medicine in my yeah. system. They're like, well, but you might not always have it in your system. So yeah, you no, can keep the fine. flow going. Uh-huh. Right. And I was like, but there's no baby to keep the flow going. There's, they're like, we can bring, we, they pump. brought down the full professional, like maternity ward pump. Nice. So I could like, oh, they, oh boy, what a sight I was. But like, just, just pump, trying to pump the milk and then having to throw it away. That is was sad. so terrible. Cause Ugh. you work so hard to get that little, like, here's my three ounces or whatever. And you toss it and you feel like that's the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a lot of that. I, my, my joke on stage just like i was doing a pump and dump which is way less cool than when dudes are saying they're doing it uh yeah. right right <laughs> totally disgusting but um i mean i just got it okay right that's it's a dirty joke um <laughs> but so they, finally they go through all this stuff they treat me i'm starting to get like stabilized and they're like okay got you on these four drugs you gotta take these every day for a while we're gonna figure out if you have to take them for the rest of your life but we don't know yet we have to do a couple more like cardiac scans, but um, you might have another heart incident. And if you did, you would need to be defibrillated immediately. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to send you home and you're going to need to wear a defibrillator vest 24 hours a day for six months. So I am wearing like a, like a low rent flavor flave. I'm wearing a VCR at all times because the battery is enormous for this thing and i've got a vest on and it doesn't look cool i expected like a linda hamilton and t2 kind of yes. cool harness no it is uh invented for old men uh basically so it's just like a brazier without the cups not sexy and so i have to literally wear a defibrillator everywhere i go if it goes off like if it's if it senses that your heart rate has stopped it it will shock you back to life. But here's the thing. Sometimes it's wrong. (gasps) So it gives you 30 seconds to turn it off. And so you've got to touch two buttons at the same time to turn it off. If it's not going off, but you're also holding a newborn baby that if it went off while you're holding it would kill them. (gasps) Oh my 
So the stakes are extremely high. Also, my bottle warmer would set it off. So every time I warmed a bottle for my baby, I'd have to press the button, put my baby down, or what you know, or maybe I've already put her down at that point because I probably should have learned, and then turn off my vest <laughs> and then go back on my you know my usual route. Plus, you're so tired. I, I think it would be hard to be coordinated enough to. Yeah, it was certainly like lucky that like they didn't expect you to have a huge range of motion because it's mostly developed for the elderly. But then there's also like, it's like the, there's like a hotline tied to it. So they'll call you to see if something's wrong. If your heart rate goes weird. ADT. Yeah. Yeah. It's like ADT for your freaking chest. Yeah. And like, there's a bad, there's an intruder in your heart and there's a battery pack and a charger. (laughs) So you have to have the spare battery charging at all times and then have a specific time of day that you swap the batteries and then you get to like take it off for like 30 minutes to take a shower every few days. Like I was like, this is making it slightly harder to work with this newborn baby like i'm trying to cuddle with her and i'm not getting her caught up in the cords and like i don't want her electrocuted yeah like getting her latched on but then having her not like cuddle up to the vest how did you even nurse i like could you nurse? uh, no for a lot for i could like put her like i could do skin to skin but i couldn't feed her milk because oh, at that point I had enough crazy stuff in my oh. system um, uh-huh. that it wasn't that wasn't good for her. But I was trying to like, you know, oh my God. bond. Um, so I, I got treated. I went through all of this. After three months, they're like, you're recovering. Your heart is looking good. You can stop wearing the best now. I was so psyched about it. I did like some of my first shows in New York. Then one of them was like telling this crazy story. at like Joe's pub or something. And then, um, and then, like, like I kept having to take certain treatments until, like, up to the year mark. And then I was cleared. And then it's supposedly full recovery. But they also tell you that, like, if you've developed postpartum cardiomyopathy, you will always develop it with future pregnancies. Ooh. So there, uh, this, like, parade of cardiologists would come in one at a time over the time I was in ICU and just be like, so just, like, how many kids were you thinking about having? Because they wanted, oh, like, man. trying to give me bad news. Like, I was always like, you know, we're kind of one and done. They were like, good news then because oh my god just so you know you kind of can't yeah and i love that out of everyone my high-risk doctor was like well if you really want to come talk to me (laughs) she she knows how to do all the crazy shit right it's like uh that's a real great advice gloria but no thank you um i know my odds like i'm good oh my god but also i couldn't afford one child so i think i'm good with the one child because you know what two is got one darling right girl she's amazing and it's a good look at me and amanda just stop don't have any more (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, it'll no, be fun. It'll be great. Well, I'm definitely not running anyone through this particular torso anytime <laughs> soon because sweet Christ, I think people way undersell everything. I know that some people are like, I love being pregnant. We'll say this. My back never hurt during it because whatever that weird elastic thing that your body secretes is right. fixed, whatever my usual back problem is. And it's back with, back with a vengeance now. But that felt amazing. My oh. back, my spine was good. Every other part of my body wanted to die. But like that was, that was cool. That was literally, uh, yeah, for real. Kathleen, this so, is a nightmare. Yeah, that was it was real intense. And I'm really lucky that I had like this team of women who were first like real amazing because they're in like the heart of Ritzy Ritzville, where I'm sure everybody sues you into the ground if you're not an amazing practitioner. So I was drafting off of that. 
but then that they cared and they listened and they did a good job and they responded the first time and mm-hmm. like that my OB came down and like held, held my hand hands. and yelled at an LPN for moving too slow like that's exactly the kind of advocacy you want she came when I was in the ICU and she would sit next to my bedside sometimes and you could tell she was exhausted and had just done a full shift and she would come sit next to the new mother Nice. just to be there i was Especially like because you were alone and being alone yeah. in a hospital can be really scary can, yeah yeah no so it was that's my you know that's my crazy bananas uh technically broken but 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 healed um oh. kathleen yes cat burdick where can people find you on the internet oh, where on can the they internet. follow you see your um, work you can find like show updates and a whole bunch of pictures of my kid on either Instagram, which is just at Kat Burdick, K-A-T-B-U-R-D-I-C-K. Hi. Hi, hi. And then uh, on Twitter, I'm Dr. Kat Burdick because some regular woman already had a Twitter account for four years ago. Um, so I love yeah. that so much. <laughs> yeah. <Thank you. laughs> I really do. I just decided I'm a doctor now. It's, it's so Twitter good. and I nothing's real. I'm jealous I didn't think of it myself. And you do stand up around New York. Around New York. I have a, sh- uh, a monthly show called Let's Say You're Right. Um, but we're just like switching our dates right now. So I don't know. So you got to check the social social media just for say, that. What is it called? Uh, Let's Say You're Right. Oh, hi. Okay. Uh, oh, like, hi. Let's say you're right, and that's true. It's not is usually what I end up with. So let's say you're right. I like it. <laughs> right. Let's say you're right for a minute, and then let me rip your argument apart. You know. Well, Miss Cat Burdick, you are doing a great job. Oh God. You really went to hell and back for reals to give that Ripley girl life. <laughs> that like you literally practically went to hell and back yeah i mean i didn't see a light in a tunnel but it was like real like three more steps right like yeah it was real that's nuts real real bananas it's amazing what we do and what we put ourselves through and our bodies through yeah i mean this is a little bit of a horror story and i am i feel a little bit bad about telling it because it can be scary and i almost wish i had like a pooping in a bag story for you to round it out but uh, i mean we've got a lot of pooping in bags No, yeah i'm glad you shared that i, yeah, I appreciate you. you like taking the time to, to share that because there's there's probably somebody out there who has experienced something similar or mm-hmm. there are people who don't know about that as a possibility and you never know what you might be sharing to help them get them to the hospital and they need that's to true and that's i have a read point. a lot of stuff and i'd never heard of it right. i didn't know never heard thing. of that either it's always it's always good to tell your truth and uh it's not always easy but i appreciate that you did oh thank you so Pregnancy is so weird. It is bananas. <laughs> it's like anything that is possible. It's like, I have a stuffy nose. Oh, I looked it up. It's pregnancy. Oh, I'm having a heart attack. Oh, I looked it up. It's pregnancy. <laughs> it's pregnancy. Yeah. pregnancy is so crazy. Yeah. But then sometimes you actually are having a heart attack. That's what I'm <laughs> And you got to go Amanda, with a servidile. No matter what your husband says in the moment, you're doing a great job. Oh, he, oh. Just because you laugh when your kids swear. You're doing a fucking great job. <laughs> Thank you. It's yeah. true. <laughs> it's just it's fine. It's just interesting to watch them on the verge. They're on that verge. Betsy. <gasps> Hi. You are doing a great job. You're paying attention to your kids. You're giving them what they need. You're showing up for them. Mm -hmm. And you're showing up for you. And you're showing up for Ari. And, you know, it's not always easy to do that. Mm. Maybe you're showing up for all them and Ari. I want you to show up more for you. All right. But you'll get there. You're You're doing it right now. Yeah. You're doing a great job for them, though. And you're doing a great job. Thank you. Amazing. You. you have juggled time and space. I've juggled time and space. I don't know what you're referring to, but I'm going to take it. Yeah. yeah.
Hey, if you like the show, please subscribe. And, you know, it's a free show. So a way that you can pay us is to rate it and review it. Yep. And if you like it, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. especially tell your mom group. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show and on Instagram at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We have a great Facebook group, That's My right. Mommy Drinks. That's right. It's a whole community of listeners. It's super fun. It's super supportive. Also, send us your parenting nightmares. Send us your shit shows. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a message on our hotline. Copy with your shit show 424-279-884 Copy with your shit show 424-279-884 Copy with your shit show 424-279-8842 You might find yourself, uh, after you take your kids to therapy, needing therapy of your own. Needing your own therapy. Yeah. Or, or your, uh, you're listening to your kid curse and it's the proudest you've felt in a long time of your parenting skills. (laughs) 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 Or when someone says to you, oh, you think it's hard having a baby. Wait till you take them home. You actually have this story that can tell them that they're fucking not true or that they fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking not true. It's not true. (laughs) It's really fucking hard after you have that baby and you might die. So, oh, all of that. Know that, you know what, all in all, you're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Campfire. <laughs>